What's a deacon, exactly? A sort of priest in training. It's the lowest rank of the ministry in the Anglican Church. A deacon is working his way up to becoming a fully ordained priest, and he has some clerical functions, but he can't celebrate communion or give the blessing. Nor can he hear confessions, which was heavy work at St. Aidan's. It was what they call high church, very high church, as high as the bishop would tolerate. This mass of the pre-sanctified on Good Friday morning was very high church stuff. Daring, would you call it? Well, if you think it daring to revive a ninth-century ceremony in 1951 in Toronto, which hasn't what you might call strong medieval roots. What was it like? Very fancy? Fancy isn't the word I'd choose. It gets its name from the fact that the bread and wine for the communion are prepared and blessed the night before, and kept in a side chapel. It was something special for Good Friday, and at nine o'clock in the morning the full forces of St. Aidan's were present. The gallery choir was there, with the famous Dr. de Courcy Parry at the organ, and the chancel choir, they did the plain song bits, with the notorious head of the chancel plain song choir, Darcy Dwyer, wearing the robes appropriate to his office and the much-loved old Father Ninian Hobbs as celebrant, assisted by Father Charles Iredale, whom I knew well, and nearly two hundred of the faithful in the church. What kind of people? Who went to a place like that? All sorts. A typical St. Aidan's group, some obviously well-fixed, some obviously poor, all sorts of people— from white Anglo-Saxons to black people, because St. Aidan's drew heavily on the black population of Toronto, many of whom at that time were employed as porters on the railways. Now and then some of them acted as servers at Mass. They and some of the congregation used to joke about black masses. That was the sort of joke St. Aidan's people loved, a whiff of gunpowder amid the incense. There were nine nuns of the Order of St. John there, They had a convent and school nearby. Oh, it was a very close community at St. Aidan's, and as it drew people from every part of Toronto, it had quite a wide influence. The diocesan authorities—excuse me, the what? The bishop and the clergy who worked under him to administer the whole church district. St. Aidan's was a thorn in the flesh because it carried such a strong hint of Rome with it. A hint of Rome? How do you mean? Miss Barron— If I am to give you elementary lessons in church history, we'll never be finished. You know that the Anglican Church is a Protestant church? Of course you do. But there is a branch of it that insists that it is a Catholic church, in every sense except that it does not acknowledge the sovereignty of the Bishop of Rome. Some people have rather fine-spun notions about its descent from the pre-Augustinian Celtic Church in Britain. Yes, I understand. I'm not stupid, you know but I have to write for a lot of people who don't know any of this stuff, and I've got to make it plain and interesting. So tell me how Rome would get into an Anglican church in Toronto. Usages, not very significant in themselves, but they mount up, calling the parsons father, and calling the communion mass, and bowing and crossing yourself during service, and lots of incense, and dozens of things. Yes, yes, I get it now, but I'd like to get back to the moment when the old man died. Tell me exactly what happened. Everything seemed to be going splendidly. 
because the bread and wine had been blessed and prepared the night before. They were brought to the altar in solemn procession after the adoration of the cross, some wonderful, plain chant for that. Lots of incense. Then Father Hobbs recited the pre-communion prayers, took the wafer that had been laid out for him, held it up for everyone to see, put it in his mouth, looked odd, then dropped to the ground. There was the briefest possible pause, because I think Iredale supposed the old man was genuflecting. But why had he not done that before he took the host? Forgetfulness of old age? But in an instant it was plain that he had fallen. Father Iredale and the deacons rushed to him and lifted him partly, but it was clear to me that the old man was already dead. So quickly? I would have put it at less than ten seconds. How did you know that he was dead? Long experience. In war, as a police surgeon...